Welcome, you're listening to the Agile Unemployment Podcast, where in each episode, we take an in-depth look at being out of work. We'll talk about the programs and benefits available to you. We'll talk about the job hunting process itself. And most importantly, we're going to address the psychological and emotional impact that being out of work has on the individual. I'm your host, Sabina Sulat. I'm an HR expert and author. A few years ago, I lost my dream job and found myself unemployed for the first time in my life. I was frustrated by the lack of resources and information available to people out of work. But more than that, I was just stunned by the fact that we don't talk about unemployment. I took my experience and I turned it into a book and I now coach people to build resilience while they're out of work. If you are out of work, if you recently lost your job or maybe you've been unemployed for a while or maybe you're just afraid that you might lose your current job, this is the place to be. We're a safe place where we can talk about all aspects of being out of work. We can answer your questions and we can help you build resilience so that when you go back to work, you are stronger and more confident than ever. So let's get started. Hey everybody, it's Sabina. How are you doing? Hope everyone is well. Things are going great here. First of all, thank you so much for all of the podcast love. I'm so glad I did this and I appreciate the response. As I say in the book, I'm sorry if you need this podcast but I'm glad if you need it, that you have it, and in some way, I'm helping. So I want to dive in today. I usually start with success stories. I love them, but I'm not going to do that today. Someone asked me, how do you know what to talk about each week? I could do one podcast a week for years and still not exhaust all of the topics that come from being out of work. And I always have this list and I always have this carefully curated plan. And then something will happen that makes me change my mind based on the news, a letter I get, an email, a text. And that's what happened today. I was on Facebook. I was late to Facebook. And I know now I'm probably going to be part of this, you know, dinosaur group that's still on Facebook. But one of the groups I'm in, Somebody had posted that they were having a job interview and that they were going to be absolutely crushed if they didn't get this job. And it resonated with me so much. My heart went out to this person because I've been there. If you're listening to this podcast, you've been there. This is a hard thing to talk about and help someone deal with. But today I want to cover rejection. When you are out of work, there are times where rejection seems to be your middle name. It seems to be a way of life. Whether you feel rejection because you've lost your job and are suddenly questioning everything, or because you are on that kind of roller coaster of psyching yourself up to go on job interviews only to not get the job, and then you have to start all over again. And it's overwhelming. It causes so much wear and tear on the soul. And part of my work, why I wrote the book, Agile Unemployment, why I do the podcast, what I talk about is I want to take the sting out of being out of work. And one of the ways to do that is to have people look at 
doing air quotes here, rejection differently. So today what I want to do, let's talk about the rejection. Let's talk about ways to deal with it, ways to maybe even, and this might be shocking to you, prevent it. Yeah, I think we can do that. And it's all part of normalizing this conversation of being out of work. I talk a lot about resiliency. Resiliency is, some people think it's toughening yourself up so that you can handle adversity. Other people think it's just being able to keep your confidence, get back to normal. When we talk about resiliency of objects, like think of spandex, where we wear it to the gym and it stretches and mercifully it goes back to shape. And people are not like that. We're not inanimate objects. We carry everything that we have ever been through with us. Getting another job, I say this all the time, it doesn't put you back to normal. Nothing's going to put you back to where you were before you lost the job because the changes happen that we can't unchange. Resiliency is really, when we talk about people and resiliency, it's being able to deal with adversity in a healthy way. It sounds like an oxymoron or, you know, it sounds like it's it can't be true. You can't, you really can't control the bad things that happen to you in a lot of ways, like a loved one being ill or something like that, losing a job. What you can control is how you handle it. And I want to talk about that. But I also want to make sure that I'm not brushing over and you don't brush over these feelings of rejection. It seems like sometimes it's every minute when you're out of work. I felt it. I I have stories. I always have stories. When I was out of work, I interviewed for four months with an organization where I really thought I was going to get the job. Everyone who knew me thought I was going to get the job. The recruiter even told me that I was one of the top choices. I didn't get the job. Because of my emotional investment, because of the time investment, because it was at that point the only job I was interviewing for, when I didn't get it, the rejection was devastating. It made me question everything. And I got rejected by an employer on Valentine's Day. How's that for a twist? which is actually two days after my birthday. So yeah, just the hits keep coming. And it caused all kinds of issues with me. It wasn't just the the mental health, the feeling of despondency. I am convinced it caused me to be physically ill right after that. I was diagnosed with walking pneumonia, and it took six weeks to recover from that. And Of course, I couldn't look for work while I was sick. And then by the time I kind of physically recovered, I was pretty much in a very deep depression. I I admit it. And I talk quite honestly about this. 
it took a lot for me to you know pick myself up and and start all over and luckily i had great friends who supported me i hope you have that but why this impacted me so much was because i did not have resilience i did not have a good way of coping with the no and i will tell you right now you're going to hear stories from somebody who, oh, I lost my job on Tuesday, and by Friday, I had another job. I'm happy for you. That is not most of us. Most of us go through several interviews, rounds. We keep putting out the applications. We keep changing our resumes, and nothing seems to happen. That sets us up for when we get that no after an interview, it just feels twice as bad, twice as hard. So what can you do to handle that? Well, it's one of the first things is you have to be healthy going into the job search. That's a difficult thing to do because when you lose a job, you feel that, you know, we all take the blame. You feel shame, guilt. What did I do wrong? What could I have done better? Those are great constructive questions to ask yourself. But you need to ask yourself those questions very realistically. And don't cycle with it. And I always recommend to somebody, after you lose your job, after you take stock of everything, after you ingest it, after you have that moment to yourself of, the shock wearing off, some things you need to do, yeah, ask yourself, was it me? Was I not performing well? Could I have done more? Most of the time, the answer is no, because when you lose your job, it's because of budget cuts. It might be this sad reality that you were the last one in, you're the first one out. Maybe you made too much money and your department is looking to save. Maybe the business didn't do well. Most of the time, it's not you. That's hard for us to believe, but I want you to at least try. If you take a look at yourself, what you were doing at work, realize that you were doing your best. This is just something that happened. And now let's kind of look at it to move forward and start looking for another job. And here's the thing, maybe a better job, maybe a better future. You hear me talk about this all the time on the podcast. So let's get you healthy to start looking for that new and better future. And this is a way to build that resiliency. So some things I recommend people do, take a few minutes and think about what do you really want? Do you want a different career? Maybe you were in the wrong job. And now you have the opportunity for the right one. Maybe the company wasn't aligned with you. Maybe you're into, I don't know, sustainability, the environment, and maybe you were working for a company that didn't share that point of view. Now's your chance to work for something, someone who's aligned with you, your values, what you feel is important in the world. Take that chance. Another thing I recommend, in fact, I demand all clients do, write a list of your accomplishments. 
not just your job duties. I don't want to hear that, you know, you handled customer complaints really well. Things you're proud of, achievements, and it doesn't have to be work stuff. Things you, oh, here's a tough thing to answer. Things you like about yourself. They are there. If you are stuck, ask a friend. Look at past performance evaluations. I've had people send out surveys to their friends. Yeah, and I've done that myself. It's important that you take a few minutes and celebrate what you've done, what you've accomplished in life. If you bought your own house, if you paid off your car, if you won the spelling bee in the fifth grade, all of those things that mean something to you, write it in a list, put it on your refrigerator with a magnet, leave it somewhere you can see, tape it to the bathroom mirror. Every day you look at that list and add to it. Things will come in your mind. Once you start looking for those accomplishments and achievements, they will come to you. Here's the other part of that. While you're out of work, set goals to achieve things. Maybe you've always wanted to read Moby Dick. Maybe you've always wanted to run a 5K. It's so important for your health, both physically and emotionally, that you continue that positive mindset of realizing that you do accomplish things, how great you really are. I know it sounds silly. And if you're out of work, I know you're thinking, you're rolling your eyes at me. I'm asking you to do it. You will be surprised how it changes your outlook. And this is why you need to change your outlook. You probably aren't going to get that first job that you apply for. I I know I didn't. And I like to think I have really good skills. You might not get the second one. I don't want you braced for the no. And I'm trying really hard not to use the word rejection. Look at it this way. That no from the place that you were interviewing for. That was pretty much telling you this isn't a good fit for us, you and me. There's nothing wrong with either of us. It's just, this probably isn't the best fit. Uh, We take rejection so badly, be it in relationships, in schools, because we take the blame. We have to stop doing that. And we have to put ourselves in this position of, it has to be right for you. I get the reality of paying bills. I get the reality of um, needing to stay in your industry, needing to stay on top of things, needing to be useful. I get all of that. But it also has to be a good fit. Odds are, if you lost your job, something was going on in the workplace that you were feeling and that was impacting you, and it was probably negative, be it budget cuts, a bad culture, a bad fit. Here is your time. It's not, it's a realignment and you have to look at it that way. So when you get that no, something about where you applied or the job you applied for wasn't aligned with you. So when you get the no, sit back and think about it. Okay, was there room for improvement? Could you have done better in the interview? Did you not 
answer questions to the best of your ability? Did you not answer questions from this point of view of how you will be successful at that new job? Were you just not, I don't know, compatible with the vibe? I once had a job interview and everybody else in that workspace, including the person interviewing me, was significantly younger than me. I kind of knew about five minutes in they were not going to hire me. When they gave me the no, I was secretly relieved. So you have to ask yourself, would this have worked out? Would this have been a good fit? Try not to think of it as the, I need a job, now I don't have one, and I'm back to square one. That just further draws us into that point of, oh, it's never going to work out, that depression, that anxiety, that anger that can come with being out of work. When you look for a job, you have to understand you're on this mission to find a place that aligns with you and where you can align with it and not cover or pretend or be something that you're not, that there's this complete buy-in between you and the employer. That rejection could be a whole, again, realignment. Uh, It could be a whole, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, Redirection. When I was looking for work, I had two very good uh, organizations kind of vying for me. And I, I admit, I thought I was amazing. Like two people, two organizations are in competition for me. Aren't I amazing? I wanted choice A. It was a great organization. The pay was higher. It looked like it, I could do the job very easily. The head of HR really liked me. I remember the first round of interviews before I even got home. There was a call for me to come in for the final round. As I was being walked out from the final round, the head of HR actually asked, like, can you start next week? I thought it was amazing. I was also interviewing with another organization. Again, great role, happy with it. Big commute, bigger commute than the other one, not as much money. I I didn't care for that organization as much. And when organization A decided they did not want me, I took it very much to heart. Organization B offered me a job and I took it and it was like going to the prom with your cousin. It was okay. I got to go to the prom, but it wasn't really, you know, who I wanted to go to the prom with. And that's how I felt about that job for a while. And I had to do some rethinking. When I look back at it, Organization A was not as great as it had been built up in my mind. And here's one of the reasons I received feedback from the recruiter. And I was told that the owner of the organization viewed me as a job hopper because in their mind, I had had, quote unquote, 10 jobs in five years. Really, when you slice it, in reality, when you re-slice it, it really was five jobs in 15 years, which to me makes a bit of a difference. 
And every one of those jobs that I took was to have significantly more, significantly more responsibility. It was basically climbing the ladder. When I look back, I wonder, was this decision that I was quote unquote a job hopper, now I think it maybe was a little sexist. And then I'm thinking, hmm, if that was the case, or if I was viewed as this job hopper, and that's how I would have been viewed, the owner would have never trusted me, never felt comfortable with me, that would have been a horrible fit. The other job that I took, I was very wanted. I later found out that everybody who had interviewed me was asked to put in order who of all of the candidates they wanted to work with. Everybody but one person listed me as the top person they wanted to work with. It was a much better fit. It allowed me to use my skills to the best of my ability. It allowed me to learn. It allowed me to evolve. I worked with a great group of people, and I really liked that job so much. I was happy there. My initial disappointment was colored by that perceived rejection, and I wasn't looking at it clearly and correctly. I wasted a couple of months in that job that I took because I looked at it as my consolation prize. I would have been much better off had I realized it was the gift that it was. It was the better fit for me. So what else can you do to handle this perceived rejection, realignment, redirection, the no? How can you handle it? Being healthy as you go into the job hunt, knowing your values, your wants, your needs, making sure that you only apply to jobs that fit that. And I know that's hard, but only a place where you really want to work not a place where you have to work. Other things to do, know who you are, know your accomplishments, your strengths, identify areas for development and start developing them. Be healthy physically and mentally. Should you receive that no, that rejection, that perceived rejection, sorry, my fault, sit back and look at it as, oh God, you're going to hate me a learning experience. Could you have done something different? Should you have done something different? Make sure you do that the next time. When I look back at my perceived rejection and how the owner of that company had issues with my job history, there was nothing different I could have done except be untruthful. I wanted someone who would have appreciated that I'd accumulated experience and responsibility and skills as I climbed that job ladder. And I found it with that second choice. Once I realized it was the realignment that it was, I was much happier there. Nothing had changed except my perception. Other things that you can do, so you're happy, you're healthy, you're realigning yourself, you're looking at any perceived rejection from a job to see if you could have done something differently, that's all great. 
you're applying that feedback, you're giving yourself for the next time. There's not much else you can do. One thing that I tell people to do that I think makes this huge difference is when you are looking for jobs, never just pin all your hopes on one. This has saved me so many times. I know that it has helped clients of mine. Never, ever put all of your hopes on one job. I don't care if your best friend from college is there and the and they're the HR director and they're going to get you in. Things happen. When you get that rejection, if you get that rejection, if you get that redirection, realignment as a result of an interview and they say, you know, it, it's not you. If you have another job that you are vying for, that you are in line for, that you are in the process of applying to, it takes a lot of the sting out of that no. I speak from experience. I have never just received one job offer because I've always had multiple job searches going in different phases. So it might be I did that final interview for the first job. Maybe I didn't get it. Maybe it wasn't a good fit. That's okay because I have an interview scheduled next week for somebody else and I'm excited about that job. And I just found another job that I'm applying for. I know this is a little avant-garde, but one thing I always suggest to clients is even, even when you accept a job, understand that really it's not a done deal until you start. Keep your resume out. Keep fielding calls. I have some clients who never stop looking for the next opportunity because you never know where it's going to come from. But one of them said to me recently that this way I never feel trapped again. I never feel like this is my only option. It's always a nice shot in the arm when you go in for an interview, even if you have a job you like, and someone else sees something in you. And I, I totally get that. It doesn't mean this man isn't giving 100% to where he works. But he is keeping his options open, and I think that's more than acceptable. Uh, we've learned, if anything, over the past couple of years that we as employees are in the driver's seat and that we can keep those options open for ourselves. Little recap, let's try not to use the rejection word. Let's look for something different. Redirection, realignment, revision. I mean, choose one that works for you. Make sure you are healthy going into the job search process. Make sure that you are of a good, positive outlook. Make sure your body is healthy. Make sure that you are only applying to jobs that you really want. Make sure that you know who you are, your skills, your accomplishments. If you see an area of development opportunity, Start working on it. These are things that will build resilience for you as you go looking for work. In the event that you get that no from a recruiter, do that kind of refresh. We call it in corporate learning, it's called a learning loop, where you sit there at the end of the day and you're like, what should I have done differently? What did I learn from this? I'm going to incorporate it next time. 
was this something I could have had control over or was it just something beyond my ability to change? Change what you can, recognize what you can't. And then if you have more than one opportunity going at once, then you already know your next step. Okay, I take this into the next interview, the next application, and I keep going. This is, as far as I know, one of the best ways to deal with that no that sometimes comes when we're out of work. I cannot prevent that no from happening to you. If you work with me, all of my coaching clients, the first thing I tell them is, I cannot guarantee you a job. I cannot guarantee you an offer. Anyone who says that is lying to you. They are setting up false expectations. What can I do? I can make sure that you are strong, healthy, and confident so that when you do go back to work, you can focus on doing the work. And that's really the best we can all hope for. I hope that you can take this as you go into your next job search, your next interview, your next application. I really hope you never need to use any of the things I talk about. But if you are in these circumstances, I hope something I've said today is helpful to you and helps you get ready for the next phase of your professional life. I cannot guarantee making your job search shorter. What I hope to do is make it a little easier. So this is Sabina, and that's all I've got today. So thanks for listening. And there you have it for today. I hope you learned something or heard something today that is helping you as you are in your out-of-work journey and that will help you normalize the conversation about being out of work. If you heard something that resonated with you, please show us support, subscribe, like, or comment on something. If you'd like to learn more information, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn, Sabina Sula. I'm the only one. You can also reach out to me on my website, reworkingworks.com. You can also email me at s-s-u-l-a-t at reworking.com. I'd love to hear from you. If you want to know about private coaching, more about the book, more about the podcast, I wish you luck in your getting back to work journey. I hope that you've learned something here that if it hasn't made that journey a little shorter, it's at least made it a little easier. Until next time, thanks for joining.